You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We already tested the mic, bro. Welcome back. Welcome back. To another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. What's up, Mike? Derek, we have a non-local whiskey. Uh, we have our post-pod piece of chocolate that we're going to enjoy probably mid-pod. Why do you need one early today? Today was a day. Uh, so I had to go far out. Four uh, out. Four out. Oh, yeah. And... I had to, yeah, basically I had to drive about 30, 35 minutes down the thruway, go to a large uh, plant and go on the roof and survey a lot of units that they have on the roof for their filters. And it was a good time um, because it rained all morning and there was still snow on the roof. And it's still raining now. So And it's still raining now. And it's probably going to rain all night. So I'm so excited for my basement to flood. Yeah. Real excited. Super good time. So I love being down here with buckets and just trying to get it all to my sump pump. Shout back on. Good time. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're having fun. So I then wrapped up the survey after falling once into a snowbank. Nice. Uh, wearing cotton was wonderful. So that just soaked everything right up. <laughs> then I was freezing. Why were were you wearing a jacket? Yeah, it didn't matter. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, just went right through the jeans. Good times. So then I looked down and my hand was bleeding. So that was cool. Dry skin, cold, fragile skin, slice it open all over the metal. Do your hands so, get dry normally in the winter? Uh, well, due to the coronavirus, I've been washing <laughs> my hands way more. Therefore, they dried out. So I didn't have lotion in my truck, naturally. So, so back it, to my original it, question, it do your dries. hands get dry normally? Somewhat, but not like this. Dude, it, this is kind of gross, too. But, like, my hands are oddly clammy, like, 95% of the time. Ew. I know. It's really weird. Yeah. But, like, they're clammy not to the point of they're cold and wet and it's weird to hold my hand. It's just at the point where if you shake my hand, you're like, this dude uses a lot of moisturizer. That's oh, really? what it seems like. Yeah. So, it's not like I'm dripping and I'm contagious or some. I don't know. That's not a the symptom of clammy hands. But it's... Not as gross, but that makes my hands super soft all the time. My hands are never cracking, ever. Oh, yeah. Mine literally crack constantly throughout the winter. So it's just cocoa butter for days. Cocoa butter? You're so basic. Oh, yeah. So tell me. I've learned from the brothers, man. They, <laughs> they taught me. I learned so much in the Army. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyways, so I called my boss, and I'm like, look, I'm soaked. I'm bleeding. So I'm going to go home get situated and then go back to the office and then resume my work day. Um, 
Granted, this was already like two two thirty, so that was really fun. That was a good time. So, so I literally went home. Point? No, I, it, we're just too busy. I can't. So I still had stuff to do. Even in the winter, are you more busy in the winter? No, oh, the economy's booming. So yeah, typically it's would no dude. Dow just dropped four thousand points. Economy, I'm drunk. Economy sucks. Yeah, you did you see today how yeah, it literally it surged? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been monitoring my stocks. We're good, right? So yeah, never sell. Just no, let it oh, ride, no, dude. Never so sell. anyways, um, Warren Buffett was asked how much he lost during the 2008 financial crisis. You know what he said? Nothing, because I didn't sell. I'm not an idiot. Exactly. It's a good point. Exactly. Don't sell when it goes down. Right. Right. Sorry. If anything, you buy. Oh, yeah. Buy or die. Buy so, or die. So, went home, got I situated, agree, I agree, I agree. put dry clothes on, went back to work, finished my work day. Um, Is that why you look fancy today? Yeah. So, I threw this on because I was freezing. So, I threw on flannel. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, all right, well, now that I'm dry and semi-warm, I'll put my jacket on and really stay warm. And then I cranked the heat in my truck and then I blew my nose and... It was disgusting. So anytime you leave a plant when you work in HVAC, you always blow your nose because you oh, don't really? want to keep that crap in your system. I was wondering so, why you added it in that detail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was free chicken for the people out there. <laughs> for those hardworking blue-collar folk. You just blow your nose as soon as you leave a plant? Yeah. You want to get all that crap out of your nose. Did you wash your hands after? A thousand times. It's, people are getting sick. Dude, I picked up snow on the roof. And scrub my hands with snow just to get some of the big stuff off. And then I used dish soap when I got home. And then after, um, then I showered. And then before I left the house, I used the orange grit soap mm-hmm. that car mechanics use. Use that, and then I moisturized. And then I went back to work. There you go. Yeah. Trying to avoid that sickness. I feel something coming on. Do you? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. My throat's a little scratchy. That's why I'm hoping some of this whiskey will help. That's what I'm talking about. Because if, if I just start downing whiskey, my chances of getting sick... Or the chances of me caring I'm sick yeah. are very, very small. Right. So just keep down a whiskey. You'll be fine. That's it, man. So what do we got here today, Mike? We got New Riff. New Riff. New Riff. They're a brand new Kentucky distillery. Mm-hmm. And we got this at Elmo Wine and Liquor. Thanks to Tim for mm-hmm. carrying it. Um, but essentially, this is their rye whiskey. The makeup is 95.5. So it's 95% rye, 5% malted rye. Which I, is, this is going to be peppery. Right. I, we're straight up drinking bread and pepper. So that's what we're doing. Um, you know what? This one would be good in, well, I don't know if it'll be good because I didn't try it. But remember back in our screwball episode mm-hmm. when we suggested that they make a cocktail with rye whiskey? Right. If you make it with this, you're going to be straight up eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. That's Th- it. This would probably be the the mixer to go to. Um, they won some awards fall 2015. Uh, they got a designation, and then this is 100 proof. Jesus. So, so it's going to be a little hot. A little hot. Um, it's bottled and bond and without shell filtration. Yeah, so this is – so they are new, but this is one of their first batches of their bottled and bond because they're four years old. Correct. And with bottled and bond, it has to be has to four be. years old. Yep. For sure. Uh, I love the bottle, which it we'll get nice. to a little later. Yeah. But I love that fade to black. You know? It looks really nice. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. So, we, we got this at Elma Wine and Liquor because the episode we interviewed Tim from Elma Wine and Liquor just to get his perspective on the liquor industry, the different differentiation between liquor, beer, and wine sales, just because he, he's in the business. So, he has some knowledge on it. And also, too, if you don't follow him on, him on Instagram or Facebook, he does these one minute of wine series, which we talk about a little bit. Or on Twitter. Or on Twitter, yeah. 
And uh, actually, I was I did the one minute of liquor for this particular bottle. So I have tried it before. Michael, this might bias my opinion. But uh, yeah, so if you have not watched that or go to his social media pages, go follow him because he does a lot of reviews on a lot of different whiskeys and wines. It, it's good content. Very good content. He's knowledgeable. Oh, yeah. He's done over 700 uh, minute of Which liquor or wine. Yeah. He does one every day for wine, sometimes two a day for wine. And he does one liquor a week. So he does a lot. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it shows because he's good at it. And when the camera was on me, I was like, you know what? I don't know, man. It's tough. It's, it's tough just to sit in front of a camera like that when it's pointing directly at you. This is like a conversation between you and I. Yeah, I'm not even focused at her. Yeah, it doesn't you know? at her. <laughs> it's obviously a female. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're so uh, censored on this podcast. Yeah, that's why I call her Galaxy. Um <laughs> But uh, so the uh, but when the camera's pointing directly at you and you're focused to not only talk directly into the lens, but also promote a product and give your initial immediate tasting notes and also stay within one minute, it gets crazy, man. Yeah. The first time I did it, he's like, it was good, but 30 seconds. I'm like, sick, solid. And then the first time you did it, I died laughing. I was no doubt excited to be a part of showbiz yeah and did not stop talking so tim was like all right well since you guys haven't done this before i'll give you kind of a sign to like let you know that uh oh geez dude i love this whiskey though this is so good uh so tim was going to give you a sign that you should speed it up or, like, wrap it up because it's coming towards the end of the minute. Totally missed that. Yeah. So, as soon as Tim starts giving the sign, Mike goes, hold on, let me take another sip. And I lost it. Started dying in the corner. We had to erase that clip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tim was like, it's good, but you're at, like, a minute and 40 seconds. Timeline's a minute. We both missed the boat on that one. But that's fine because we redid it and we nailed it. Sure did. Oh, yeah. I wonder when he's going to – I hope he doesn't post mine, but we'll see if he does. He's going to post it this Saturday. Wonderful. So if you don't follow him, look at mine that released last Saturday. Right. And then look at Mike's that re- is releasing this coming Saturday, mm-hmm. which is the 7th. Right. So dial it back, and it, it was a good time. It was a really cool interview. Um, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see him in his own store and then your shoulder. So Yeah, in cool. my shoulder. I was able to crop it out a little bit so it's not all my shoulder. I mean, I just can't help it, bro. These friggin' delts are just, like, coming out of my skin. Boulder shoulders. Boulder shoulders. Yeah. I shouldn't have done so many shrugs before. Um, I don't know why I just turned jersey, but the, uh, yeah, so the video quality, it's somewhat of my shoulder, but it's fine because the focus is on Tim, which yeah. is all good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. So go listen to that interview. And share it with some friends. And go to Alma Wine and Liquor whenever you need your wine or liquor needs. Absolutely. Nailed it. So we have our first bracket. March Madness, bro. We got to start. March Madness. Do you watch basketball at all? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I don't follow it as closely as I do football, but yeah. Who are you predicting to win? Too early to tell. Yeah. I get nothing. Literally have nothing. (laughs) So, next question. I have zero knowledge. <laughs> next question. <laughs> I have zero knowledge on basketball. Okay. I mean, I know, like, you got to shoot scored in the basket. So, you know that Syracuse it. runs his own defense? Got no, it. I do not. Oh, so, that's I know kind that of a Tom joke. Brady was at Syracuse. He was. But With if, Jimmy Fallon or something, right? Yeah, and Edelman. But if you 
awkward since he's not going to be playing for the Patriots next year. <laughs> right. For those that don't watch basketball, it's like a, it's a joke for Syracuse that they run his own defense because that's like all that's discussed and all that's talked about about Syracuse oh, really? basketball is they run his own defense. It's like, okay, we got it. Like, they run his own I defense. would have said zone defense is for football only. So, yeah, there right you go. Now. Yeah, it's not. But, yeah, I know nothing about football, so I don't get in any pools. Basketball. That's what I meant. Yeah. See, I can't even get the sport right. Um, unless it's curling, I don't know anything. Yeah, unless it's professional darts, I know nothing. <laughs> so, do you normally do a bracket or no? No. 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 You're not into that? I did three brackets in my life, and I categorized it in the same way as fantasy football. It gives me so much so much anxiety that I can't, I just can't do it. I get too invested in things, so I'd rather just invest in my dinner recipe that I make with Colleen and focus on that not burning adorable. my house down. That's going to be a clip. Oh, yeah? Score you some points before that wedding. Dude, I, basically what I try to do, I actually make the joke. I do what my parents didn't do for each other. Hashtag divorce life. But the... Truth. I, I try to do things that I think that she would like from me as a fiancé. And then, I don't know. I don't really... I don't get anything for it. I don't. I don't have like a gold star chart on the side mm-hmm. of the wall. But she didn't leave after six years, so I guess it worked That's out. A testament to your work, right? Right. Because if, if someone can put up with me for six years, by God have mercy. My stepdad just had knee surgery, and he's just recently retired. So I was over there yesterday walking walking the dog because he can't because he had knee surgery, and he was telling me a story that he went to, or the physical therapist came over and said, "So what are you hoping to get out of this therapy?" And he goes, "I want to be able to dance with my wife." I want to be able to walk my dog, and I want to be able to ride my motorcycle. I'm like, dude, that was a good answer. Like, I got to give you props for that. That was a good answer. Alpha. Damn right. Yeah. But yeah, so we got our first bracket. As promised from last week, we decided that we wanted to do a cereal bracket because that cereal discussion was getting out of hand. I know. And we needed to formalize something and kind of aggregate our thoughts a little bit. Okay. So I have it broken out into four sections here, all right? Hang on, hang on to your hats. So who's deciding? It's going to be riveting. You and me, dude. Right now, we're going to have discussions on it. Oh man! All right. Each cereal. All right. And then we're going to come up with our winner. Then we're going to post a picture of it, and we're going to see if people agree with us, disagree, or just no comment. It's whatever. You're free to do whatever you want. No comment. I don't care. So I broke it out into four. Broke it out into four sections. We got the traditional, you know, like your grandpa cereal. Very traditional. Nothing too extravagant. Like what? Cornflakes. Oh, that might be one. All right, all right. I'm Relax. Gonna, all right. <laughs> Jesus, coming out hot. I know. Didn't even explain the cereal Listen, yet. Let me have my chocolate. You talk. Right? Okay, so traditional. In the traditional... Don't do that by the microphone. <laughs> in the traditional bracket, we have the first seed being Honey Nut Cheerios. And that's going up against Raisin Bran. Right? Dude, this is going to be tougher than you think. I'm telling you. Because I love Raisin Bran and Honey Nut Cheerios. And the thing is that the format of this is we're going to go through each bracket and we got to explain and convince the other person if they don't agree. It's going to be heated, bro. Fists are going to be flying. Then the second seed is Frosted Flakes versus Rice Krispies. Your traditional bracket. They're traditional cereals. With a twist a little bit. I mean, I wasn't going to put regular cornflakes. Who eats that? Mm -hmm. No one. (laughs) Basically bankrupt. All right, so we got the second bracket, which is your delectable bracket, which are your sweet and savory, like, delicious dessert cereals. Like the sugar I ones? I see you got, you got perked up real quick. Yeah, I'm ready to go. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm done with this chocolate. <laughs> Give it to me. So the first seed is Peanut Butter Captain Crunch. That is going up against Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. 
Then that's go. Then the second bracket is Reese's Puffs and Cocoa Puffs. This is gonna be tough, bro. It's gonna be a tough bracket. Over here on the uh, right, we have the fruity. Then so you got Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles versus Lucky Charms and Tricks. Oh man! And then down at the bottom, we have I had to have a failure bracket. So this is the health bracket. Um, you have Life, Special K, Honey Bunches of Oats, and Cheerios. I grew up eating all those. That's what I'm saying. Failure bracket. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. So let, let's start from the top. Honey Nut Cheerios versus Raisin Bran. What are your thoughts? I told you, dude, this is going to be tougher than you think. What am I doing after I eat the cereal? What does my day look like? Am I camping? Because then it's obvious. All right, you need to explain that more because I don't know what camping has anything to do with it. But let's say it is a typical Saturday where you are going to wake up at 3 o'clock and then come here at 4 o'clock to drink whiskey with me in the morning. (laughs) Okay, let's go with your example. So camping. No, you're fine. So, yeah, if I'm going camping or if I'm in Allegheny and I'm already camping and I wake up, I'm going Raisin Bran. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I have... I don't, but that's my choice, too. If I have a sporting event, if I have something coming up that's physical that I have to burn energy, it's Raisin Bran. If I'm just hanging out and I can just sit there and crush cereal, it's Honey Nut Cheerios. But you got to come up with one. I can't I can't put down both in this bracket. That's not how I know. brackets work. So this is... So what would be your football score with, it, with these two? Who would win? Raisin Bran. What's the score? Dude, I'm in favor... I'm in favor of Raisin Bran by 5%. There you go. I think so, too. And I'll tell you why. God, this is tough. Because not only is it versatile with the actual brand, but you have raisins, bro. Yeah, but some people hate raisins. Well, I know, but it adds an additional level to it. Honey Nut Cheerios is the same. Right. It's consistent. Right. And I don't know if I can drink the milk after Honey Nut Cheerios. It leaves you that like weird honey... Brand, I, I don't know. It's just a weird taste of the milk after. I drank the milk because if I didn't drink the milk and I wasted it, your boy got beat. You know what I mean? What? No, I you don't can't. Know you can't mean. waste those resources. You can't just waste milk. <laughs> but wouldn't you put more in? Like I would put more in with raisin. Yeah, but bread. what happens when you're out of cereal and you you're still have milk? Out of cereal, bro. All right. Anyway, we got a lot to get. Through. All right, go ahead. Next, Frosted Flakes versus Rice Krispies. Frosted Flakes all day. Damn right. Why? Rice Krispies are annoying, and they pop, and I love the amount of sugar that's on a Frosted Flake. I heard they also snap and crackle, too. That's just a rumor, though. We're moving on. <laughs> oh, my no, God. Rice, I'm rice ready to kill you. <laughs> you cook with Rice Krispies. Rice, you don't pour no. Rice Krispies into milk and eat I it. I agree. I 1,000% agree. Not a big Rice Krispie fan. But if I had to make an argument for it, Rice Krispies are more versatile, man. You can make a Rice Krispie treat with marshmallows and gooiness, and it tastes pretty good. But this is cereal focus, so we're going to stick with Frosted Flakes. Yeah, you can also cook with Frosted Flakes. Yeah, like you can sprinkle them over chicken or something like that, right? Is that what you're talking about? Or cheesy potatoes. Or cheesy potatoes, you're right. Like O'Brien's potatoes. Frosted Flakes poops on Rice Krispies. Next bracket. Jesus Christ. All right. Next <laughs> next bracket. You have Peanut Butter Captain Crunch versus Cookie Crisps. I'm going Peanut Butter Captain Crunch on this one. Explicit. I just censored myself from swearing. This is very hard. I'm obsessed with both. So cookie crisps are very good, but I like that. I feel like they're too sugary, though. Is exactly. 
And right. peanut butter I like Captain that Crunch. peanut butter Captain Crunch can cut the roof of my mouth so easily. Right. Peanut butter it Captain gives you Crunch. that love-hate relationship. Right, because you get a taste of iron and peanut butter. <laughs> There's nothing like a fresh dose of hemoglobin in the morning. You know what? That was my senior quote. All right. Um, the next is Reese's Puffs versus Cocoa Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Okay, good. I like that. Why? Because you can have Cocoa Pebbles. But you can't have Reese's Pebbles. Explain. I just did. <laughs> Follow my logic. I'll say it again. No, I got you. I got you. Okay. okay. So, off-topic question, because this isn't in the bracket. Shoot. Cocoa Pebbles versus Fruity Pebbles. Come on. Yo, that's messed up. It's a real question. That's messed up. Like, the viewers want to know, what is Mike Kelly's opinion on the extremely hotly debated topic? This should be on the Democratic debate, to be honest. I'm going Fruity Pebble. Fruity Pebble with Cocoa? Yeah. I'm going Cocoa. You know why? Drinking that milk after I'm all about the milk. I'm, I'm drinking the about... milk anyways. No, dude. You can't have strawberry weird milk at the end. You don't like strawberry milk? I actually don't. Did you ever used to drink those intense milks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you a question. It's That's nice a stupid for ass question. <laughs> Hell yeah, I've had intense all right, milk. So what was your go-to intense milk? Are you a... If you say regular 2%, I will stab you with this pen. No, 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 no. So there's I like chocolate ice cream. Like, dude, get a grip. Are you kidding? There's, there's straight intense milk or there's low-fat intense milk. Those are the only two options. They don't have 2%, 1%, or skim. Well, they have right? the 2% so, upstate that come in the same packaging. Isn't oh, That's what I'm saying. Those are posers. <laughs> when it comes to intense they milk. They can't hang. Yeah, they can't hang. When it comes to intense milk, the go-to Why is... Why did you clench your fist when you Yo, I'm intense. juiced up right now over milk. <laughs> Juiced up. All right. Listen. Recently, we need new chairs. Couple weeks. Couple weeks ago, I had leg day with a buddy. We went to Wegmans after leg day. I had four containers of sushi to myself. Might have been six. I lost count. And I had an intense chocolate milk. There with is, sushi. Yeah, dude. I would have projectile vomited <laughs> everywhere. There is nothing better for you post workout than whole chocolate milk. It's so good for you. Is it though? Because it, ask a lot any of sugar strength and conditioning there. coach. There's a lot of sugar in there, though. You know how much you, dude. The amount of things that you deplete in your system from a good leg day, where you like baby calf out of the gym. You need all that, all of it. Your body's immediately absorbing it. It's incredible, and you can feel it too, dude. I literally stood up from the table and I had such a pump, and I was not bloating because of the sushi. So I just like felt peeled, and then my legs were just full of chocolate milk, and I was like, I'm going to walk through a wall. It was incredible. You should try it. So my go-to is the Red Cap Chocolate Intense Milk. Did you ever drink, then, did you ever mess with like mint chocolate? I, I'm giving you the breakdown of intense milks. <laughs> Hold your horses. You asked a question, milk. you brought up chocolate milk, I'm all in. My second is oh, the mint, okay. then the strawberry, then oh, the vanilla. God, why would you? Dude, it's so Strawberry? good, bro. Dude, you know what? Next, next. Bracket. Did they have? Did they have any others on set of those, or was there just those four? I think it was just those four. Also, side note: Judge Judy is not being on TV anymore. She's ending her twenty-five year run. What does that have anything to do with chocolate milk or cereal? I used to eat cereal and watch Judge Judy growing up. That's false. No, that cannot be true. It is true. I used to watch it with my mamas. All right, we're moving on. Next bracket. So you hear, heard it here first. Mike Kelly's favorite intense chocolate milk is chocolate milk. Lame. <laughs> anyway, fruity bracket. Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles? Suck brick. Okay. <laughs> fruity Pebbles or what? Fruit Loops. Oh, Fruity Pebbles all day. 
Really? Yeah, just because the Fruit Loops cut my mouth, and I already went through that experience with Captain Crunch. See, I'm a Fruit Loops guy. Of course you are. So, what makes you okay? So, yours is that you like it because it just doesn't cut your mouth. No, but it's because it's fruit, dude. You can slam Fruity Pebbles. Fruit Loops, they're they're kind of a pain to like when you're running low. You know, it's like oh, last one. But with Fruity Pebbles, you're just like, if there's three left, you're like, who cares? I'll just drink the milk and eat them at the same time. If we're being 100% honest, I'm not sure I've ever had Fruity Pebbles. That's it, everybody. This is over with. <laughs> Buffalo Happy Hour is going on a two-week vacation where I'm just going to pummel him by forcing him to eat nothing are, but Fruity Pebbles. Do Fruity Pebbles look like Rice Krispies, just just different colors? Yeah, and they're oh, okay. incredible. Okay. So, But they're flatter. Rice Krispies had that little poof silicone... Cylinder shape to them. Then they snap, crack, a pop. I didn't like their marketing for Rice Krispies. You the were 13 thing... years old. What did you know <laughs> about marketing? Would you stop? The last thing I wanted were three fairies to come on the TV and tell me that their names are Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Come on. I'm all about that fairy life. You don't come like on. Tinkerbell? Who's that? Oh, my God. Did you really just ask me that question? The anti-Disney guy? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm anti-happiness. <laughs> Alright, so you're going Fruity Pebbles. I'll go with that just because I've never had Fruity Pebbles in my life. You're a disaster. And Fruit Loops are, like, I'll... I'll there's nothing there for me in this Fruity Bracket. You know what? Honest, except for the next one, so Fruity Pebbles. Alright, next one. Lucky Charms versus Tricks. Lucky Charms. You're, you, I know, here we go, Tricks are for kids. Then the freaking rabbit shows up, and you're See? like, I'm all about that. <laughs> Why did you just assume everything I was going to say? I was actually going to agree with you, but now I'm not. Okay, why no, were you going to agree with me? I'm not going to. So, my issue with Lucky Charms, I'm not a big marshmallow guy. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, the other 99% of us kids love those damn things. But what about the 1%? Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but Lucky Charms, there's that marshmallows in them. So my thing was I would pick out the marshmallows and eat the rest of it. Then Which at was that tricks. point, I might as well just have tricks. Yeah, but there was tricks had those little little poofs in them, those different color poofs. It wasn't just all straight, hard grain yeah, no, that you were gnawing on. Dude, either way, Lucky Charms is the goat. Right. It's it's an absolute staple. The only reason tricks was a staple was because of Leprechaun and the Rabbit thing and whatever. What? Leprechaun's Lucky Charms, isn't it? No, no. Yeah, but for tricks, and it was like tricks are for kids. And again, and I don't like, like that. It was like a chase scene. A they were running around. Whatever. So why would you just market to kids? Did you see? And then also, they're, again, marketing. We talk about label branding all the time. You're damn right. Yeah, because we're like that. 30 years old right? and don't eat cereal but like this anymore. Well, speak for yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I don't eat cereal. I don't eat breakfast anyway, ever. So... I forgot what I was going to say. All right, next bracket. Healthy. Life or Special K? Special K. Special K, for sure. All right, Honey Bunches of Oats or regular Cheerios? Honey Bunches of Oats. If you enjoy Plains <laughs> Cheerios, remove me from all social media and don't waste my time. I can't. Plain Cheerios is the end-all, be-all to cereal, and everyone knows it. They're just too afraid to say it because of the heart factors where it's beneficial for Who cares? Isn't that Honey Nut Cheerios, though? No. Straight Cheerios is good for like cholesterol and heart health and everything else. And they came well, good thing I put nut. it in the healthy section. Right. That's that's what made Cheerios Cheerios. 
And it's interesting, too. Cheerios should win because our city smells like Cheerios, Buffalo theme, Buffalo happy hour, whatever. But at the same time... Yeah, they lost both brackets. <laughs> they suck, dude. You can Plain sometimes, Cheerios suck. You can sometimes smell like Lucky Charms, can't you? Isn't it all made by General E or G? Ge- General Mills. General Mills, yeah. Makes yeah. a lot of different cereals. G.E. Motor Company. General Electric is making cereals. <laughs> That's how coronavirus started. Um, just kidding. Uh, so, okay. That's it for the first round. All right. First round's done. Okay. Now, what do we go to right now? What do they call it? Is this the semifinals? Yes. Yeah. Quarterfinals. Yeah, right. quarterfinal, semifinal, finals. Quarterfinals. We have Raisin Brand. Oh, we're doing the whole thing right now? Hell yeah, we are. Well, what, what if think? we spread this, this out over a couple? Going to end in four minutes. Well, no. What if we spread it out over a couple weeks? We we'll, have. We'll do another bracket, bro. We'll do another bracket next week. Of what? I don't know. We'll think of it. Whiskeys that we've had. We've tried how many whiskeys so far? That might be a good exercise, to be honest. We should have done that today. <laughs> we're gonna have to rebuy all these friggin' bottles. No, we're not trying them. I mean, we already tried them. Yeah, that's what we didn't buy cereal. But for that's this. what the final ratings for. Then we'll do it again. Oh my god! Because do you really think that your regular Buffalo Distilling was the best rating that you could have gotten since that was our first whiskey that we've ever done? They're going to be featured soon. We have to link up for that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go into the kitchen. This is going to be sponsored by the <laughs> Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast. So everybody that doesn't have tickets already, you got to get tickets to our event, Buffalo Happy Hour Happy Hour at Buffalo Distilling. Yes, we are having an event there for all of our followers, our fans. Friends, families, every F word you can think of. It's in what, 27 days? Yeah, March 29th it is. Right. So we are selling tickets through our Facebook event. So if you go to Facebook event or our Instagram, the link is still on Instagram, right, I think? Yeah. So it's through Eventbrite. You buy your tickets. It's $25 a piece. And those tickets get you two drink tickets where you can have any cocktail that you want made from the Buffalo Distilling people and other bartenders that are going to be there too. Because it's going to be a, a, not only our event, but it's going to be an industry event with other bartenders to craft some cool cocktails. So Hunt it. go grab your tickets. Again, like we talked about last week, um, there's about 100 people that said that they want to go on Facebook. And capacity is around 75. So go in, get your tickets as soon as possible. That way you can secure your spot. Because you definitely don't want to miss out. No. And then also with that ticket too comes your uh, appetizers. So they're going to be charcuterie boards, pierogies, maybe some... Uh, appetizers here and there i don't know what else is going to be there um but go get your tickets let us know if you are going come meet up with us it's going to be a good time and uh yeah go build anything else you want to add to that no all right next round raisin brand versus frosted flakes frosted flakes i had more frosted flakes in my life than raisin brand did you ever have regular cornflakes yes did you put extra sugar on top of it yes what would you like better the regular sh- or sugar added cornflakes or frosted flakes? Frosted flakes. Okay. Would you add even more sugar on top of your frosted flakes? No. Would you add any sugar? Why are you answering these so bluntly? You can talk. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, would you add any sugar to raisin bran? No. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me a question. I'm giving you an answer. <laughs> right. All right. So you're going to go with frosted flakes over raisin bran? Yes. See, I'm going to fight you on this one, and I'm going to win this one. You're not going to win this one. Yes, I am. Because your brand, regular, br- like Raisin Bran, is regular cornflakes. 
It's not. It's but a it totally is. different texture. And if you add a little bit of sugar on top of that, you're getting frosted flakes and raisins. Neg. No, dude. You won all these. I'm getting this one. Raisin Bran wins. You agreed with me. Not I'm dude. 97% of I'm telling you right it. now, Raisin Bran has more texture, more versatility than regular freaking frosted flakes. Dude, I literally just told you frosted flakes can go on O'Brien potatoes. The milk tastes better after frosted flakes than it does Raisin Bran because you have the sugar that fell off the flake in the milk. Trust me, everyone in the comments is going to agree with me. It's a thing. But go ahead. Put Raisin Bran down. No. Just so you can no. get the hate. Whatever. I disagree. Um, peanut butter, Captain Crunch, or Reese's Puffs? I'm going Reese's Puffs with this one. Yeah. Okay, good. Finally, I gotta say. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Then you have over here in this corner, oh, Brando, Fruity Brando. Pebbles versus Lucky Charms. Fruity Pebbles all the way. Just because I hate Lucky Charms. Fruity Pebbles over Lucky Charms. Yes. Lucky Charms are so boring. Dude, someone's going to listen to this on Monday morning, driving down the thruway, and just start screaming. While and eating their Lucky Charms. No, they're going to be like, come Lucky on, Charms you got to pick do. this cereal. And then everyone around them is going to think that they're just yelling at the car in front of them. That's a huge assumption that people actually listen to us. In a but. total road rage. What's <laughs> happening is, it's me... And I'm I'm basically telling you what I'm going to be doing on Monday. But anyways. But Fruity Pebbles, I've never, I really don't eat either of these. But from my perspective, Fruity Pebbles would be better tasting because it's more of a dynamic flavor. And you're just getting sugary marshmallows. Marshmallows suck. If you go camping and you Fruity, bring marshmallows. Fruity Pebbles are good. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you cook your marshmallow? Golden brown and then I put chocolate all over it. And then I make a s'more. It's not a scale of 1 to 10. So 1 being not cooked at all. Oh. And 10 being burnt to shit. 6. Okay, so you're more on the burnt side. So you're golden Barely. brown, but not burnt. Right. Okay. When I used to do it. No, oh, here we go. I, I would just put it in the fire. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I would be like a 10 or 11. Right. I would need it to go up in flames, do a rain dance real quick while it's still on flame on fire, and then eat it then. Because I don't like the marshmallow taste. While it's still on fire, you eat it. While it's still on fire. Yeah. Nice job. So Fruity Pebbles wins. Yes. Fruity Pebbles. All right. Down here you have Special K or Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats. There's way more to it. What if I threw like a Special K strawberry or Special K blueberry in there? No. It's Honey Bunches of Oats poops on it. There's almond slices in there. There's different grains. Aren't there like vanilla granola? Oh, yeah. There's some chunks in there. Oh, all day. Dude, I eat all the granola. All day. (laughs) All right, dude. So, this is the semifinals right here. Frosted Flakes versus Reese's Puffs. That's a tough one, bro. I'm going Reese's Puffs because screw Frosted Flakes. I don't know what Frosted Flakes are, but I don't like those either. No, Reese's Puffs definitely win. Yeah. Yo, I'm literally going to eat this for dinner now. <laughs> Shut up. All right, Fruity Pebs versus Honey Bunches of Oats. I'm going Honey Bunches of Oats. Yeah. I can slam Honey Bunches of Oats. Yeah. Like, I can continuously eat it. Right. Fruity Pebbles, I don't know if I could. I mean, I know I can, but I... Dude, it's... This is going to be a hard final. It's like 51-49% Honey Bunches of Oats. I need more chocolate. No, stop it. That is yours. You had a rough day at the office. 
right. Here it is, dude. Final. Right. The final. For all the marbles and all the cereal. All the marbles. Reese's Puffs for his honey bunches of oats. Oh, Reese's Puffs all day. All day. <laughs> what about you? I'm the same way. Yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? Here's the, Come on. I, here's the thing. If, if you would choose a delectable cereal over a healthy. That's where I'm at. I mean, you're really, you're picking sugar over health when you're a kid eating cereal. Which is literally my life motto. Right. Picking sugar over health. Right. Would you mix, what type of milk would you use for your cereal? 2%. That's the only thing I had in the house. That was before all this almond craziness was a thing. I wasn't even going that way. How are you getting milk from almonds, bro? You you really milking <laughs> them? Come on. Let's be real now. What about coconut milk? That's lame. No. Give me whole milk. It tastes no, good, though. I did not have whole milk because that's gross. You, literally really? you feel, think it's gross? You can feel the butter going through your teeth. Not butter, but like it was way too viscous for me. Yo, there was a kid that I went to school with that drank whole milk while playing football. Stacked. God. The kid was an animal. Yeah, that's what he happens came, when you drink He came from Germany because he was an army brat. Kid was stacked. He literally carried me for 15 yards. I was 190 pounds. <laughs> he just carried me. I was 190 pounds in elementary school. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Reese's Puffs, bro. So would you put in regular milk or chocolate milk? I would do both. It just depends on what my inventory is at the time in my fridge. You know what I'm saying? Your inventory? Yeah, my inventory. We got to take inventory. But that's it, man. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs wins. What would you give Reese's Puffs on a... Uh, let's transition this into some... On a final rating? Review. Yeah. So label branding Reese's Puffs. Because marketing is everything when it comes to cereal. As we found out during this bracket channel. All you had to say was Reese's. And they used the same font. Right. Game day. They were very smart with it. Game day. They didn't try to make it peanut butter and chocolate puffs. No. They didn't do anything. The, they literally called it Reese's Puffs. The goal... Per box is you eat the box in a sitting. And if you don't, grow up. You know what I mean? Grow right. up. What was the regular flavor of Captain Crunch? Was it just regular Captain Crunch? Yeah. That's lame. All right. It so, was still bomb. I mean, I shouldn't say that because, you know, yeah. people might be listening to this in public and then all of a sudden someone just hears bomb and then who knows what could happen. Let's say it more times, Mike. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, you know, they might just hear bomb and then, you know, bomb and then, uh, all right. No. No. Obviously, it's incredible. Oh, no. We didn't give a rating for label oh, branding. A plus. A plus, bro. Obviously. Yeah. Duh. Come on. All right. Nose, A plus plus. It's straight peanut butter. And it's amazing. Then you get the little little touch of chocolate on the end. Yeah. It's not an overwhelming chocolate. Right. It was just the perfect amount of chocolate to complement the heavy peanuts. It's the silky smooth amount of chocolate. Can I get peanut butter without the peanuts, though? So, okay. So, nose, what would you give it for rating? A plus plus. A plus plus. Yeah. Got it. Initial taste. A plus plus. Same thing as the notes. Everything's A plus the same. plus plus, bro. Ending notes. Here's the tricky part. Well, we have to go over the... Oh, initial taste is... The initial peanut tasting notes are chocolate. peanut butter and chocolate. The ending oh, yeah. notes, a little bit of grain, more chocolate than it's peanut butter. It's down yeah. and resting on the top. There's no hug. There's no hug at all. Right. No hug. Uh, what would you give it for rating? All right. Ready? Nope. Ending note. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, A... A plus plus. See, I'm gonna go A plus plus check mark because you have that milk at the end. That's true. That's true. Which is a huge part of an ending note for a cereal. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree so, would you give in that A plus plus check mark? Yeah. You said? A plus right, plus perfect. check mark. Final rating for all the marbles, bro. Okay, three, 
two, one. 95. 95.5. There we go. Solid. Nice math you could do, too. That was good. Very good. You like that? Hell yeah, dude. It's the flannel. It's it not my flannel. brain. It's the flannel. It's uh, You're channeling the inner Derek because that's all I do is wear flannel. What perfect timing for a beep. Right? You got to take another one. Oh, I literally... Negative. Lifted it up. Negative. You raise me up. <laughs> All right, dude. You want to get into the cocktail section? Josh Groban. Yeah, we do. Let's do it. Let's pull it up. All right. Drop the beef for the cocktail section. Cocktails. Wow. Like that? that was a little too late to apologize, but one republic. I'm going to go throw up. Wow. And not because I got semi-intoxicated. And then sobered up to drive at Whiskey Riot. We're going to have to talk about that after this cocktail section. So, like, break it down. All right. Rye opener is my cocktail. Just kidding. There's going to be some app thing that does it for me. Okay, so two parts Alberta... Uh, two parts rye whiskey. Yep. Doesn't have to be that. This. I do have Alberta up there, though, if you want to try it. Bam. Bam, nailed it. Uh, One quarter part... Um. Amaro liqueur. Wow. Sure. Sounds intense. Yeah, it does. Quarter part black button coffee liqueur. Ooh. Killing it. Nailed it. One eighth part simple syrup. Two dashes of orange bitters. Two dashes, uh, you're going to have to help me with this, Angustura. Angustura. Nailed it. Bitters. <laughs> and then one flamed orange peel. One flamed orange peel. Yeah. We're bringing it on fire today. Yeah. Bring right. the torch. There you go. What do you got? So that one has coffee in it? Yeah. Not a lot, yeah. but but just a little bit. Just a touch. I wonder what that flavor profile would be like with coffee and rye. Probably mad good. Mm-hmm. Like the breakfast drink for sure. Yeah. It's like having a cup of coffee with your banana bread. Oh, yeah. Banana bread, dude. Banana bread. All right. My cocktail is the Notorious F-I-G. Notorious Fig. You got that? Yeah, hashtag no free shoutouts. Uh, hashtag not a sponsor. That is for uh, my boy Fig. Go on. I have a friend who's that's his nickname. This is definitely I think not we a cocktail. About this too. Yeah. yeah, he's he's went downstate. Friend named Figueroa. His his name is Figaro. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Everybody. One of his names. He's got three right. names. Weird flex, but okay. Notorious uh, <laughs> Fig. Two ounces of rye. So this beautiful new riff rye. One tablespoon of fig preserves. Oh. Mm, you like that? Did you like fig newtons as a kid? Hold on a second. Hold that answer. Only one sleeve. A half ounce of Campari. Okay. A half ounce of lemon juice. Two dashes of lemon bitters. And then you garnish with a lemon slice and a little bit of thyme. Oof. That's that's all you. I can't do that much lemon. No? No, it's too much, man. You don't like whiskey sours? Whiskey sours has a lot of lemon in it. <clears throat> too much lemon. It's not even that much. It's a half ounce of lemon juice and two dashes of lemon Yeah, bitters. but when you sip it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, we, if you guys don't watch this on YouTube, you're missing out on like literally <laughs> three quarters of the fun. Yeah, and you got to go subscribe once you're there. But anyways, Fig Newtons. Ahead. Did you like Fig Newtons? That, that was yeah. it. That was the whole cocktail. So Notorious oh, okay. F-I-G. <laughs> Notorious. Yeah, uh, I slammed a couple Fig Newtons, but I couldn't have more than five. Yeah, they kind of make that's like the saltine challenge. Like you try to have too many saltines and it just dries out your mouth. Yeah, it's literally just full. Did you ever try that on the couch? Yeah, saltines challenge. I did. Two thousand ten. Did you succeed? No. Why was that such a monumental year for you? Uh, Because that's when I graduated high school, and then that's when I did it. Because I was living at my buddy's house. That year is just 
ingrained into your I'm head. very I'm very weird when it comes to months and years. What month was it in? I think it was the summertime. Um, but I moved out August 2010, so it was before that. So probably so June, July. July. Cool. That's good. I tried that, too. I actually do remember. It was at my friend Jake's house. We tried it. Did you do the cinnamon challenge? I did not. Woof. Did you? Oh, did I? When was this? What year? Same, 2010. We did all the challenges pretty much in the same week. Did and you do the ALS ice bucket challenge? Remember when that was a thing? That was yeah. kind of a good thing. Yeah, it was a good thing. Uh, it was it raised intense. awareness, and everybody loved it. Yeah. Over in the house. I went over and beyond. I remember this. Above and beyond. That's more of the phrase. Talk about it. So I had two coolers. Okay. Coolers. Not like a lunch pail. Two coolers. Okay. Filled one up with ice. Filled the other one up with ice and water. So you filled them both up with ice. So I, a simpler way to put it is I filled them both up with ice. Stood in one cooler. Poured the first cooler on my head. Got out of the second bucket and poured that one on my head. So I did two. It was a pretty pretty good accomplishment. I would say that's, probably my most proud moment. That's pretty wild. Did you ever do it? Yeah. What did you do? It was, I just did the normal amount of Do you remember who you water. nominated? No. I don't. I remember I nominated, I think my mom, my cousin Tom, and my sister maybe? I literally I don't, remember. don't remember. Probably because I was freezing. It was a good time. We should do something like that for the coronavirus. What would we do? Have a beer with lime? Like everybody has to do, <laughs> just get down on one knee and just do a Corona chug. Dude, there's so many things that I want to say that I can't because we're trying to grow this podcast and I don't want to, I don't want to do it. I don't want to stunt our growth. Did you know that coffee stunted your growth? Wasn't that the myth back in the day? That coffee stunted your growth? That and marijuana, yeah. Oh, well, I never did marijuana anyway, but... Coffee sun in your girl. Trying to get a job over here, okay? Right, dude. Trying to adult. I remember when I went to go for a police interview. They asked me if I smoked marijuana ever, and I'm like, no. They're like, come on, dude. Be real with us. It's fine if you did. We just want to know. I'm like, I didn't. And they're like, yes, everybody did. So just be honest with us. I'm like, I didn't. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I never did, and I don't. I still don't think they believe me to this day. I bet they stay awake at night. Like, you remember that Derek kid that interviewed for this job? He yeah. definitely smoked weed. Yeah, who had bumps on his face because he never shaved until that interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I tried to do it with just body lotion. <laughs> no, just straight conditioner. Yeah, it was bad, dude. Yeah. Bad time. But yeah, all right. So you want to get to rating this whiskey? Yeah, let's do it, dude. What are, what are we at here, bro? We're at 45 minutes. So that's prime for me. All right, let's do it. So New Riff label branding. I actually like the fact that the raised portions of this bottle on the bottom... Specifically state, bottled in bond without chill filtration, which is cool. That's actually raised. Um, this, it's sleek. You would think that this coating is, like, separate, which it kind of is, but then it flows into the bottle. So I don't really know how they did that. So that's neat. I like their logo. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. It's like a sound wave. What do you think? Probably, because if you think of Riff... It's kind of like a guitar riff, you know? Like, right. just going to throw down some riffs real quick. And this is a new one. They have their... What's their tagline? A new riff on an old tradition. There you go. And they have their building on the back, and then they have basically the... Uh, that's the the arm of the guitar. Is, oh. Is that what that section of the guitar is? Right? Or the, the neck. The neck. Thank there you. you. 
Nailed it. Nailed. My family's musicians, I'm not. I just want to work. Did you ever play instruments? I uh, tried the drums, failed. And tried the guitar, failed. Tried the piano, did halfway decent, and then just stopped. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me that. Right. You took lessons, right? No. no. Oh. I didn't pay anybody. My cousin sat me down and kind of helped me out. So lessons. Yeah. Nailed it. He's awesome. So anyways. <laughs> yeah, so the neck of the guitar is Yeah, what, the neck though? of the guitar is like the front of their building. Oh, sweet. Okay. See that? Yeah. Um, is that intentional or is that just your interpretation? That's my interpretation okay. of new riffs. So I'm thinking it's got to be guitar right. because riffs, riffs for days. Dude, look at us dissecting this label. Right. That's why I like metal so much. Um, they have their, their banner over the top of what they won in fall 2015. And then they have the... What I want to know... Small like government labels and what legal stuff on here. made them choose red for the rye? Or green for the rye? I got colors right. What made them choose green for rye? That's across the board. Most distilleries do that. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. Three chords. Uh, the rye is green. Uh, the Is that true? From no, what I've seen? Their rye for casting crew isn't green. From what I've seen, there's a lot of bottles that are the... Um, I think that was just coincidence for you. I don't know. That's just what I've seen. Every time I've seen a rye, it's always had some sort of green in the label and or just a flat-out green label that's said rye. You should do rye. some research on that. That's interesting. Yeah, some research. Research. Because no regerts. So I give it an A++++ plus 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 check mark. A++. Plus plus. That's very, very true. I like that one. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> label branding. A++++ plus 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 check mark. Boom. Nose. Nose. Actually, what we should do, this is a heavy, heavy, oily whiskey. It is. We need the drops, dude. That's what I'm saying, bro. See, you're getting good at this. Like you do this for a living. I only do this part-time on the weekends, just like my army career. My pens only work on the weekends. We had to talk about Whiskey Riot, too. Yeah, we will. Right after this. Every time we start something, we always get sidelined. Yeah, because you and I have no organization. No, we're too ADD. Let's fine. Let's start a podcast where we actually have to focus. Good idea. Goodness. Yeah, who sponsored this event? So this is a very, very oily whiskey. In the <laughs> no one. We literally have four fans. I don't really. Okay. So. And the reason that you can tell, there's a couple reasons that you can tell, or the ways that you can tell. One, nice legs. Legs, bro. All legs. Drip, drip, just so, waterfalls down the side of the glass. Yep. Waterfalls. It looks like if you got blood running down a glass. Um, but legs are pretty good. Yeah. And then also, when you're drinking it, it really coats your mouth. It does. It does. Like some whiskeys not that the, we've had. Not to the extent of screwball. But Correct, yeah. Yeah, but that was more of a, a syrup. Yeah. So, this... A lot of the whiskeys that we've had, when they touch your mouth, they slide down your tongue, and that's it. Right. This one, like, somehow literally coats even the upper part of your mouth, even if you don't touch it. Mm -hmm. It's just a very oily whiskey. What are your thoughts after you put the drops in? Good. Really? Yeah, it's good. It definitely highlighted the flavors out. Yeah. All right, so nose... You can get a lot of the uh, alcohol. This is a very high proof whiskey. 
Yeah, it's 100 proof. I can get a lot, like, alcohol smell. Honestly, this is a pretty, pretty basic rye smell. You're getting a lot of the caramel. You're getting a lot of the vanilla. It was finished in these barrels for four years, so you're gonna you're bound to get that. I'm not getting a lot of oak in the smell. No. But I'm getting a lot of caramel. Yep. Vanilla. And a little butter too, like a maybe like a really 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 a hint of buttered popcorn. Yeah. There's a lot of butter for me. I'm not getting a lot of caramel or vanilla. Just a lot of really? butter. Yeah. And it's only... Like, I'm getting right, a buttered right, popcorn. Right now, the alcohol and the ethanol is in my right nostril, and then it's butter in my left nostril. That's it. Maybe that's why I can't... Like, I'm picking up the buttered popcorn, but not as much. But also, part of my nose is plugged because I'm also getting sick, so... Yeah. This is this is a lot of butter for me. Butter popcorn? Yeah. I love butter popcorn. Me too. What would you give it for a rating? For the nose? Yeah. A plus plus. A plus plus. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Initial taste. Right there. God, I'm not used to this. A plus plus. A plus plus nose. Yeah. A plus plus. Bam. Nailed it. Initial taste. As you can see, we are basically done with this board here. So we are going to be taking a picture of it, erasing it for sure, drawing it again, and then keep on going. Keep on, keep because on. Because season two doesn't end for another seven months. <laughs> I lied, nine months. Uh, okay, so initial taste. What are you getting? Getting your mom. Excuse me. I'm getting, surprisingly, not much for me. Because this is 95.5. I'm getting a lot of that malted rye. I'm not. Really? Yeah. I'm getting just a lot of oil, and there's a slight burn, but nothing crazy. You're not getting anything else? Try try now with the, just understanding that it's kind of like a malted, right. malted rye in front. I'm not picking up the malted rye. I'm getting pepper. Pepper is ending for me. Yeah, but it's, that's it's ending high pepper. Mm-hmm. Which you would expect from a high rye. It's all rye basically. <laughs> all, rise. all rise. What's up, Judge Judy? The Jesus two plugs this episode. I know. She's such a nice woman, though. Not that like the people in front of her, but she's awesome. Is this the sour? It's a sour mash. Yeah. You can taste that. Mm-hmm. That's maybe what I'm thinking of when I think of that uh, malted barley or that malted rye in front. It's not nearly as sour as uh, Steelbound. God, no. Not nearly as sour. No. But initial taste, I'm getting a little bit of that sour mash, sour yep. malted rye mash. Yep. Which is why I think the burn is stinging my lips a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I get the pepper on the end. That's literally all I'm getting. A pepper with, like, a little sting, too. Yeah. Because it is hot. Yeah. All right. So, initial taste. Uh, let's give it... I'm down for an A+. Agreed. I agree. I agree. I agree. Ending notes. 
this is we said pepper so a plus hold on i'm sorry ending out or initial taste we have the sour rye uh, mash yep. malted mm-hmm. okay and then the ending notes we have the pepper anything else is really all pepper for me right that's where i'm at pepper and burn it's really it. surprisingly with this being a four-year-old i'm not getting any oak no which which makes or sense any though, vanilla too. Like or it's any not... caramel right it, it doesn't make sense, though, for me, because it's been in these barrels for four years. You would it's think that it would take some of, time. Of some of it, but it's... it's... You're going to make fun of me again because this is nerdy, but I wonder what their char is on this. I don't even know if they'll tell you. I don't either. Because I don't know if this is a high char. Do you think their filtration method has something to do with Probably. the fact that we're not picking that up? Probably. Because they do chill filtration as opposed to the plate uh, filtration. It's... Or do they do not chill? Without chill filtration. So then they must use plates. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's other methods too. But yeah, there's two other, or three other outside yeah. of chill, but... Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's something we can research and figure out, but... I wonder what they... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So ending notes, just pepper and burn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is kind of like one-dimensional for me. It's good because it lingers, but... It's uh this this would like we said be a really good call with screwball yeah. And what was the price on this, Mike? Uh, forty bucks. Forty bucks. So yeah. it's a good bottle of whiskey. I mean, it's a seven fifty milliliter whiskey. Yeah. yeah. For forty bucks, you you really can't go wrong if you're just in for a good whiskey that's not local. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really what this is. This is an average whiskey that's not local. Right. Okay. So any notes? What are we getting for? Or what are we doing for any note rating? So just pepper and burn. A plus. Okay. Cool. All right. Final rating. You ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. 88. What are you doing? Are you new here? I was, I said it in my brain, but nothing came out of my mouth. I was going to say 92. No. Well, there you have it, everybody. One rating for 80. No, I'm just kidding. So you were going to say 92? All right, so we'll average it out to 90. All right, 90. This is your average high rye whiskey. Yeah. That's what it is. To Mm -hmm. me, it's nothing special. Right. But it's not terrible. No, it's definitely not terrible. I mean, it's it's good. And they have four bottles to choose from. Yeah. I just chose a rye. I mean, I like the rye. It's it's good. yeah. Yeah. So what you... So... We were kind of talking about this in Whiskey Riot Fest, which we can get into also a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to waste too, too much time. But the, the Whiskey Riot Fest, you and I, there's a lot of whiskey there. A lot of whiskey from a lot of different distilleries. We had probably a 16th of what they had there. Yeah, I know. Because we didn't want to get smashed. Dude, there was like 150 options. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll go again next year. Maybe we'll do the VIP so we can get another hour. But anyway, so... I don't know if I need another hour. <laughs> goodness so local options are amazing that's what i picked of this yeah local options like your small local distilleries take time to really make something that's amazing because they know they have to compete with a lot of these other brands but this is the big but you're paying for it local options are expensive for local option comparatively i'm wondering how many times i can say local option in five minutes a local option is a local option. And local options 
being that they're trying to compete with all these brands, but you're paying for it. Like most of these options are around 50 bucks, 50 to 60 bucks for local whiskeys, which is not a bad price. But when you compare it to a $40 new riff or a $20, whatever Jack Daniels, you're, you're sacrificing the qua- the quality in my opinion. This is just for me, but you're sacrificing the quality when you go with something outside of the local scene and you get p- places that are mass producing because you have to understand too when you're talking about mass producing liquors and mass producing whiskeys in specific where companies are putting out tons and tons and tons of barrels that means that they are more likely to mix a lot of options together to get a consistent base yep whereas your local distilleries they might pick one or two that they like and put in a bottle together that complement each other there isn't as much focus i guess on consistency Whereas for these bigger brands, there is. So they're trying to make sure that they have a very consistent whiskey that isn't going to change. My opinion. So for an example, for those curious about price, this was $42 after tax, right? 43 bucks after tax in New York State, mind you. So really, it's like a $38 bottle of whiskey for 750 milliliters. Um, it tastes a lot of alcohol now. Yeah, there's a lot. So three quart bourbon is a wonderful local option that's MGP sourced, and they have a blended bourbon for forty bucks, seven hundred fifty milliliters. Um, <clears throat> the rye, which is up here, is mid to low forties. It's like forty four, forty five bucks a bottle, and then as soon as you get to their twelve year reserve, it's seventy five, seventy eight, eighty bucks, depending on what store you're in. And then if you go to New Riff or Buffalo Trace, you can find bottles ranging from thirty to seventy bucks. And if you're at seventy bucks, you're getting the like, best of their best. Yeah, essentially. Um, and then you have other options like, dude, even scotches. Mm-hmm. Scotches range from thirty bucks to three hundred. 30 to 300. There's Johnny Walker Blue Label that's $245, right. $280, basically 300 bucks. Down so, to even like the, there's Lagenvillens for 100 bucks. There's Glen Levitt 15s for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy how much local whiskeys are compared to mass produced scotch and whiskeys that are from the South. Mm hmm. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. So, talking about Whiskey Riot, what was your favorite aspect of Whiskey Riot Fest? So, the for amount- all of you that didn't know, yeah. Whiskey Riot Fest was this past weekend. And what that is, is it is a huge whiskey fest. Whiskey, including bourbon, rye, scotches, all, all your whiskey. So, okay. don't think of just corn. But the, the Whiskey Riot Fest, it included about 150 different distilleries there. And you bought your ticket for 50 bucks or whatever it was. And you could try... As much as you wanted. To me, it was a great deal. Yeah. After tax, it was 56 bucks. And then you were you got a glass. You got a little, like, coaster cup cover thing. Yeah. Um, and then all the whiskey you could handle. Um, and some that you couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Some people went crazy. The risk involved. I guess from what I heard, someone threw up on the balcony. Did they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the risk involved in this event was high. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was a very good event. It was nice to see a lot of our friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Brunette was up on stage rocking out doing his thing, oh, yes. which was amazing. And then all the local distilleries, for the most part, were there, had a presence. Um, but it was basically a trade show feel mm-hmm. where everybody had one to four options. Yeah. And then VIP potentially had a couple more. Um, but it was nice. I mean, it was really cool. So my favorite part to answer your question was just the amount of people that showed up. Yeah. The It was packed. It was 1,500 people were inside Buffalo River Works, which I'm curious to know what their capacity is. It's got to be close to 1,500. It's got to be, dude. Was, like, there was no room to move. Codes. Like, good God. But anyways, um, the amount of people that showed up was really, really cool because it let us know that there's people that are actually really interested in whiskeys mm-hmm. and scotches and then even Buffalo cigars. So we're uh, we're excited for that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's nice to know that there's that much... Um, input and energy put into something mm-hmm. that you really wouldn't think about. What I was surprised about is not only were there as many local options as there were, mm-hmm. but it's kind of twofold is what I'm proud about. One, they featured a lot of whiskeys that were outside of Buffalo that were scotches. Yeah. I'm shocked with the amount of scotches that were there. And the fact that that was included in your ticket was incredible. Like they had Lafroig. They had Lagavulin, they had Olman, they had all of like the major scotches, and you can just drink however much you wanted. That was insane. For fifty bucks, I got my money's worth. I'm telling you that right now. Oh yeah, without it was a doubt. insane. Yeah, without a most, doubt. Most of those events, like if you think about Wing Fest or Soup Fest or Beer Fest, are you really getting your money worth? Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Because after the third beer, I want to die because I'm so full. But this one, I could honestly 100% say. That I got my money's worth. Yeah. Two, I really, really feel like our local presence there knew way more about their whiskey than a lot of these other places did. That being said, a lot of the local brands didn't send their head distiller like some of the or uh, the uh, the global brands didn't send their head distiller like the local distilleries did. But it was really refreshing to know that when you went up to a local booth, you were getting extreme knowledge of what that whiskey entailed and what it tasted like and how the process was as opposed to if you went up to like a regular Kentucky bourbon or Tennessee whiskey or scotch table because they didn't know too, too much about the process. It was cool too to see that most people didn't go up to Crown Apple or like there was, there was a decent crowd around Four Roses, but at the same time, everyone knows but Four, Four Roses, Roses also gave you a cocktail ticket. Yeah, which helped them. Yeah, but if yeah. they didn't have that, I mean, most people probably would have stuck around to the local. Yeah. You know, I mean, even Southern Tier was there, which mm-hmm. was amazing because yeah. they have so many whiskeys that most people don't even know about. They only associate that company with beer, yep. and then to have them there was just incredible. And Sam did a great job because she actually knew what the hell she was talking right. about. She knows a ton of the product line. So it was just, it was neat, man. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really cool. no pun intended. Yeah. but yeah, It was very neat. Yeah, it was very neat. But it also gave you six cocktail tickets, too, where you can go to different stations and get a yeah. cocktail. Yeah. So it was very, very well done. Yeah. I got to give credit. So Step Out Buffalo was the company that kind of ran it. Right. And then uh, Bobby Finden from Tommy Rotter, who we had on the, or we featured one of his whiskeys on one of our earlier episodes, he was partnering with Step Up Buffalo to run this, and they did a fantastic job. Yeah. I, I truly, truly believe that. Um, and I'm excited for next year because it's 
I'm definitely going next year. Dude, there was no parking at Riverworks. Yeah, I know. And packed. anyone that's local understands how big of a parking lot they have. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But so Yeah, man. So yeah, that's really the episode for today. Yep. Um new riff, sour mash, rye whiskey. Um, and then also this came from Elma Wine and Lakers. So please, if you haven't watched it yet, go back and watch the interview with Tim where we talked about the whole Elma Wine and Liquor business. And also everything that he has to offer is being a whiskey pro- or a liquor professional. Which really. I don't know if it's in the interview, but Tim's from Williamsville. Yeah. So, I mean, support local. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like exactly. the, the dude literally bought a liquor store, expanded it. Um, he's one of the original five owners mm-hmm. of the building itself. Super nice guy. Yeah. And he literally does anything and everything for the community. And it's it's nice that everything is literally local um regarding where he's from what he's doing like it's it's great yeah. and they they know their customers i oh, mean yeah. they have they have a set routine of regulars mm-hmm. so it's it's nice so go support them so kind of going off that note with this being a not locally sourced whiskey but us featuring a local individual who runs a local business right this is going to be a pattern going forward yeah so we are not naive you and i we understand that our whiskey reviews and our podcast can't end after two episodes because there's only a set amount of whiskeys in the Buffalo area that are actually made in Buffalo or the surrounding areas. So what we are going to do from here on out is we're going to be featuring individuals from different businesses. But with that, in order for you to continue, for us to continue our weekly episodes on our own, we're going to be featuring different whiskeys that are not made local but still giving a rating. That way you can compare as the listeners what some of our local whiskeys are related to and compared to what some mass-produced whiskeys are. So expect to see still that local tie-in with local businesses, but featuring more global and uh, national whiskeys uh, reviews. So keep that in mind as you go forward. Boom. So that's it. That is episode, what is this, Mike? 22, 23, 24, 2012. Seriously. Um, 23, right? I think it's 23. So this is episode 23. Uh, again, make sure that you go like and follow all of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Go leave us a review on iTunes. Go leave us a review on Facebook. And make sure that you're subscribed to us on YouTube because we have a lot of content coming out. And please feel free to share this because we want to get uh, big so everybody can see what we're doing and everybody can see what local businesses we're highlighting. Also, please make sure you go to our Facebook and our Instagram to get tickets to this event that we have coming up March 29th. And, uh, yeah, Mike, that has been episode 23 of the Buffalo Happy Hour. All right, man. I'll see you in a few days for our next special interview. Oh, yeah. Boom. Cheers. Cheers. Pose for an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Nailed it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.